What's up, fam? I'm your host, Jack Setterman. Joining me today, as always, my co-host and longtime best friend, Abe Granoff. Abe, what is on your mind today? What's up, brother? First and foremost, we're going very corporate on this pod now. If you're watching the live stream, we used to have fun with our names in this. Now you're just plugging your Twitter and plugging your social and your name. <laughs> Ugh, corporate. And then while we're on the topic of names, I think it was a week ago, right? It was a week ago because we didn't record. It's just not, what's up it's just not cool what you want the non-corporate version of me i just i'm hoping it gets better it's just not cool anyway i think it was a week ago we were on this podcast where you were late as per usual and the reason you said you were late is because you were trying to count to eight eight w's that represented the Knicks win streak at the time mm. that was mm-hmm. a mere that was a mere week ago at this point yeah. i believe yeah since then they've lost four in a row one, two, three, four. I can count that high. They got smacked by my Sixers on Christmas Day. That's incorrect, but okay. They lost. Um, they just gave up history. Not even mm-hmm. on their own court. I would I wouldn't I wouldn't blame the Knicks if they had lost to the Mavs last night at home and Luca put up 60, 20, and 10, because that's just the garden, baby. There's nothing yeah. the Knicks can do about that. That's the Mecca. But on the road. And then you proceed to blow a nine-point lead with 35 seconds remaining in the game. Now, I consumed this on Twitter this morning. I consumed the last 35 seconds that probably clipped off some of the spots where the where the Knicks um, fucked up, and it was just showing like Lucas stuff and Mav stuff. But what I did see, because I have engulfed myself a little bit on Knicks Twitter, um, unfortunately... And this is maybe something that every franchise with a coach who's kind of on the hot seat-ish experiences. If you're a Knicks fan and you're blaming last night's collapse on Tom Thibodeau, get a fucking life. You're Are you adding me right now? Are you adding me? I, I didn't see any of your tweets. So if, if oh. It, oh well, did you did not? <laughs> I said yeah. this. I tweeted point, this. Listen, listen, point... listen. I tweeted this. In my senior year of high school, we lost 18, all 18 of our conference games. So we weren't a great team. I, I will admit this. We lost 17 of them by Cover. single digits. Oh, so you covered we a lost, lot. We covered a lot. And I said, I promise you the difference is coaching. I'm not saying you win all 18 of them, but I am telling you that if you lose 17 games like that in the same manner, in the same fashion, it's not the players. Because if the players are keeping it close – it's it's Jack, it's 35 seconds it's that 35. i understand you, have nine I, point lead. you do not first off you don't have jalen brunson last night right so credit to the knicks for fighting their ass off in that entire game or rj barrett or rj barrett you don't have either of them so they fought their ass off the entire game you have a nine point lead with 35 seconds left what can they listen you're talking to someone that'll blame anything under the sun against doc rivers it's raining today doc's fault mm-hmm. my sandwich got fucked up at my local bodega what did doc do but to say that a 35, you know what? I feel like I'm sounding like a hypocrite now because if I'm putting myself in your shoes, the first thing I would do is blame Doc Rivers. No, no, no. and Tibbs is off the hot seat at the moment because we won eight, eight straight. He, he adjusted the rotation. He made the right. Play. So a couple of things just hyper-specific to last night. Number one, he, he Tibbs, which was he played the five guys 45 minutes each. So obviously – 
you know, late in the game, maybe you're a little tired. Maybe your brain's a little foggy. And you could always blame it on the players, too. 35 not- seconds. 35 seconds. I get it. We did see it in overtime. It cost the team. There was no offense. No one had legs. Besides the point. I even said before the disaster happened, I said they, they're they bringing in JaVale McGee, right, for the free throw. They're intentionally missing the free throw. What should you do? There's three seconds left on the clock. Sub out Quentin Grimes and put a big man in the game. And what happened? The ball bounced off the rim. Grimes and McBride went for it. They're the same height. They knock it out of each other's hands. It lands in Lucas' hands. I understand. But this isn't the first time it's happened. There's no doubt the Knicks should have won the game. It's the first time in 14,000 games that a team's blown that lead. I get it's not all on the coach. But just a couple games ago against the Bulls, you missed two free throws down the stretch. You have a four-point lead with 18 seconds left. You lose that game. The game prior, Siakam scores 50 on you, and you're missing free throws down the stretch. You can't close. The what Knicks happened have, in the Sixer game? The Sixers game. The, they ran the same coverage against Harden and Yang in the fourth quarter on four straight possessions. It led to three threes, and he finally called a timeout and made a, an, an adjustment. So that's what I, I mean by that is like, and this isn't a crazy take. Like Tibbs does this everywhere he goes. I'm not shouting scream Tibbs. Like I, I give him full credit for adjusting the rotation, cutting it short and, and pulling the right strings that led to an eight game win streak. But all I'm saying is the difference is coaching. Like there's no doubt about it. That's all. I, I think the Knicks are in a very interesting position. I, I don't think the Knicks really have any direction right now with how their roster is currently constructed. It's up. I mean, you see Quentin Grimes last night, a career high, 34 points. Right, but Jack, I'm not not talking about developing talent. and. and, But you've got Jalen Brunson. You've got the point guard of the future. There's zero doubt in my mind he could be the starting point guard on a championship team. As He's the third best player on the team. Has to be the third best player on the team. He has to. He he cannot be the second best player on a championship team. Correct, correct. But he's – but third – 100% 100% lock that in. For I agree. Me. Then you've got Quickly and Grimes. So you've got two kind of young pieces who one of them, maybe one blossoms into a star, right? Not a number two or number one, but now you've you got to focus on RJ Barrett blossoming into a star. That That is where the, the conversation of they don't have a direction. The direction is clear. It's RJ Barrett needs to be the number two guy. That's the question. The direction is, is wait until a star comes to the market and and New yeah, York. yeah. There's no one on the Knicks that's the number one on a championship team. Correct. There's not many. Play, there's not many teams in the league. As of right now, there's that. no number two either. Correct. Well, RJ, or, sorry, Julius. I, I, Jack. Julius Randle. He's playing fantastic. Put Julius Randle on any other team in the NBA right now where he would be the second best player and tell me that team can win a championship. Don't say the Dallas Mavericks. I'm going to say the, I'm going to say if Jewel, if you swap Julius for, for Chris Paul, that the Suns might get better. I didn't say that. Does no, it I'm Devin? Saying he would, who's the second best player on, on the Suns? Chris Paul. DeAndre okay, Ayton, so, Mikael Bridges. So that's what, so if you put Julius. Positive that, that Julius Randall's better than Mikael Bridges. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're positive. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of Julius's downfall comes to he's got to carry a team. He we don't want him carrying a team, but as the number two guy when when he's single covered, yeah, he's been fantastic this year. He he really has. Every so, other year, Julius, baby. Exactly. So do I think he's the answer as the number two guy? I don't know, but we You're know reaching. that you need 
You're reaching. Yes. No, you, you, you are. You, you are. want you him are. to be the number two, but you know deep down. I, I'm saying I think I think Julius is closer to being number two than RJ. But that is the Knicks' direction, is RJ's number two. And I think the direction is That's play kind of good basketball. Problem. Convince people that they want to play at MSG. Because the second the Knicks go on an eight-game win streak – Stephen A's back. Stephen A's back. Oh, my Knicks, my Knicks. And and that stuff does matter. Who's the next big free agent, though? That's the problem. Like It's not necessarily know. free agent. It's who wants out, right? Is it Shea? Right. Is it Zach Levine? Is it Bradley Are those guys Beal? Ones, is it Dame? Is, it... is, is Brad Beal a one to you? Is Dame a one to you at Dame's this point? Dame's a one. Dame is a at one. this point in his Dame, career. Damian Lillard is a one. You're lying. Don't, don't disrespect Damian You're Lillard. lying. I don't even You're know lying. what Damian Lillard's stats are this year, but he's a one. You, you Come on, stop, Jack. You don't believe that. In the beginning of the year, the, the Blazers were playing great basketball with Damian Lillard. When and he, he wasn't, wasn't hurt. playing. Yeah. When he wasn't hurt in the beginning of the year, they okay, were playing great. But they were playing great. And were you cuddling with them? Or you were like, oh, the Blazers could be I contenders. told you the Blazers were my squad this year. I said Anthony Simons, Jeremy Grant. Right. Told you right. they were my squad. Your squad to do what? I mean, to Jack, I'm cuddling with the entire Western Conference. Someone has to win it. There's no team you're not cuddling. No, but the the Warriors, but the Warriors have a clear one. It's Stephen Curry. The Nuggets have a clear one. It's Nikola Jokic. The Blazers, in my opinion, have a clear one. It's Damian Lillard. Not a championship one. I I disagree. I've always been a Damian Lillard guy. I'm a Dame Lillard guy too. Him and the guard would be fire. But it's just not. not... He's one. He's a one. The reason you can you're saying he's not a one is because he hasn't done it. Right, but he hasn't had the opportunity to. He did go he to the Western it. Conference he Finals. He did go to the West. He did get sm- he, he did go to the Western <laughs> Conference Finals for a cup of coffee. I'll say that. A cup of coffee. It was a quick trip. But swap him. Okay, swap him with Devin Booker. Which team do you like better? Do you like the? Sun oh, I just don't team? like Damian Lillard and Chris Paul as much together. Why? CJ and him did it. I think that mm-hmm. that works. No. Well, CJ was a, a scorer. Chris Paul at this point is Chris Paul. <laughs> It's funny, right? Because I I found myself looking at Chris Paul's stats the other week, and it was like 15, 6, and 6 or something like that. No, 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 no. He leads the league in assists. He's still no, he dying. But James Harden. Uh, he's, he's second. Well, no, he, he missed time. He, or Halliburton was leading the league in assists. He's still James, averaging 10 plus a, a game. Is that positive? Are you positive? I'm a thousand. He's averaging positive. 9 assists a game. 12, 9, and 4. That's what it is. He's averaging 12, right. 9, and 4. And I'm going, I'm going to the I'm pounding the table, clowning this guy. All of Twitter's clowning him. And then I think back, I was like, I defended Ben Simmons to no end with that exact same fucking stat line for five straight years. <laughs> it was I was just like, I had to look in my mirror and say, maybe, maybe bite your tongue on this one where you're talking about Chris Paul. I don't know when the statute of limitations on things I defended Ben Simmons for expires, but I felt it was a little bit too soon because they're like is chris paul an all-star this year averaging 12 9 and 4 and i was like get the fuck out of here <laughs> but every year ben simmons had to be an all-star with those stats that's a good point all right we move on to the national football league thursday night football cowboys titans i think titans are resting players what is your opinion on this i go both ways and i know that's the easy that's the Easy answer out. Yeah, listen, Jack, I'm a rest versus rust guy. I I, 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 fortunately established that brand a few years ago, and now I find myself in a bit of a predicament heading into this postseason. Actually, I would say with the Eagles, I'm not as as bad of a rest versus rust predicament as I was two weeks ago. Granted, there's unfortunate reasons why I'm not in that predicament because of injuries to the team. 
But if you're the Titans, right, you have a playoff game next week. It's against the Jacksonville Jaguars. The winner probably hosts the Ravens and um, wins that division. You've got the Cowboys who are coming in with everything to play for. And oh, not really. Is that actually. true, though? Yeah, not yeah. really. Fakely. Fakely. They'll, they'll tell them, you know, it's the Cowboys. Um, so I, I think there's a happy middle ground where you uh, where you pick and choose which players to go and which players don't. And I'll tell you right now, Derrick Henry is someone I would 100% play in this game. Derrick Henry is 100% should play in this game because he has been a little bit. Uh, he played the Texans last week, so that doesn't count because we know how he does against the Texans historically. But Derrick Henry has been relative. There's. This has been like tractor Cedo time, like this time of year when the weather gets cold, Derrick Henry hits you like a ton of bricks. You can't tackle him and he hasn't gotten going yet. And if you want a chance to make a run in the playoffs, I know people, if the Titans get in the playoffs, will talk themselves into, Oh, you don't want to play that team, especially in the cold. Like they'll just run all over you and punch you in the mouth. Exactly. Right. But it's like, listen, if, if the Titans are going to do anything in the playoffs, which a successful Titans playoff run would be win one game as usual. Um, then you need Derrick Henry and you have Ryan Tannehill out now. So it's like with Ryan Tannehill out Malik Willis in, you need some familiarity heading into your, I guess, playoff game against Jacksonville. So in this case, I think that I would rest. I would play the players against the Cowboys. I think the wild card in this is that Malik Willis is the starting quarterback. Right. You got to get him some reps. Exactly. With the ones like the practices in live action, he needs, he needs action with the ones. And you know what? At halftime, if you think that, you know, you got everything you need, then you can pull them. But I just, I don't like, know. For me, right? For me, I genuinely feel as if, and this could be stupid, right? If if Jalen can't go this week and the Eagles end up beating the Saints and clinch the one seed, but Jalen can go next week against the Giants, I play him in the first half. Mm. That one's a little tougher. He's injured prior. Like I do agree. If you're guys, no, are, like, that's 50, assuming 50, 50. that he's he's signed off from the doctors. Howie Lur- Howie Roseman and Jeffrey Lurie, but, but he's not putting himself in a bad position. But like, Hertz getting signed off doesn't for the playoffs is very different than him getting signed off for a regular season game. That's because what I'm saying. Can, if he would, if that game mattered and he was a hundred percent good to go and it was fine, yeah. I, I don't know. I think. Listen, you're talking to a rest versus rust guy, so it's a really hard situation. Oh, he's going to be rusty. There's no doubt about that. The other thing in this game is that Doug Peterson, coach of the Jags, went on a press conference today and said, we're playing our guys. There's no such thing as resting. They can still make it via the wild card. That is the latest. It's also the same guy. I saw that quote from Doug. That's the same guy who – in a game, well, I guess that game mattered in a different way. Who who trotted out? Who the fuck was that guy? And that made Giants fans so pissed that one year, where we uh, in week seventeen, where we oh, threw you gave that up game against and, Washington. We gave up against Washington. Who did we? Nate was it Sudfeld. the Northwest? It Sudfeld. Oh, Sudfeld. And we pulled Jalen Hurts and played Nate Sudfeld to get us eventually Devontae Smith. Um, so I, I I remember situations where Doug pulled starters. So I'm gonna call cap on that. Love you, Doug. Yeah. But I yeah. also do want to pat myself on the shoulder. I think I predicted the Jags to make the playoffs this year. Did you? I'm going to listen. Think. I mean, I picked them to win the division. So, well, not in the beginning of the year. You didn't. No, I did. I don't know if you did that. I mean, you could just look it up. I can, or you can just send it to me or I'll just okay. believe that you're lying. Um, and I think I might've predicted Doug to win coach of the year again. 
I could. Did you pick the Jets again too, or you you got off the Jets? I think I got off the Jets because I stuck to my roots of Zach Wilson being the worst quarterback to ever play in the National Football League since he literally stepped on the field week one of last year. Yeah. Um. So I think I backed off the Jets. The Jets and the Raiders were usually my one and two. Like, let's have some fun (laughs) and throw them in there. Never worked out. Um, speaking of the Raiders and fantasy football, obviously I got last place. I saw, and it's the championship week, and I saw there were some snaking around in my league. Someone this morning who's eliminated, granted this is a keeper league. I don't know how this fell through the cracks. They went and they picked up Rashad Bateman, who was who was uh, in a keeper league. Who was, What's wrong with that? How is I'm, that nothing wrong with that. I think it's a great move. It's just like a, a, a team that's eliminated is picking up players that are keepers, and Rashad Bateman was there. So then I was like, all right, he probably – did is he went through the ropes and, and found his guy. But then I saw Hunter Renfro is sitting as a, as a free agent in my league right now. Mm, now granted uh. the people that I'm keeping going in next year are probably Michael Pittman again oh. and Jamo Williams. <laughs> I'm like the next, no, no direction. Man. No wonder, no wonder you landed last place there. Uh, I get to pat myself on the back too because with a win over the Nick Foles, yo, should we talk about it or just? I on? said it on the stream. I said if he's not in Philadelphia wearing green, Nick okay. Foles is one of the worst quarterbacks okay. in the NFL. He's the worst quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, he it's throws fine. the game. Don't disrespect. But me. a pat, a pat on the back because I. For years, I've said the G-Men are a good football team. And if they beat the Colts on Sunday, your boy will be granted his wish. A Giants playoff game. Do you think they clinch against the Colts? You're asking me to pick a Giants-Colts game, man. All right, let me ask you this. I made a take on the TikTok TikTok machine. I said the Giants, I did not say that they're going to win a playoff game. But what I did say is, They're built perfectly for the playoffs. They have currently a quarterback who doesn't turn the ball over. They have an incredible running back. They have an awesome, aggressive head coach and a defensive coordinator who will pressure you. Now, it could all come tumbling down. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you just raised your headset. I would love to play a team like that. Because I, because I, the Titans aren't going to, they're not going to sneak up on my Ravens anymore. They did though that first year. I, and I think that I, exactly, I would say that the Titans of 2018, 19, like the Titans are throwing. I would say they are, the, they are the Walmart, Tennessee Titans. If they were to get into sure. the playoffs. And that but, is a but, team that I would have. But no roster problem construction playing. wise. You're just talking construction. Daniel Jones. Who? Oh boy. Did we lose you? We lost Dave. The second he starts talking about Daniel Jones, he just gets so fired up. He can't even contain himself. I just think – I'm not saying they're going to beat someone, and I guess the Giants are probably locked into the six. But, like, okay, Abe, you're telling me that they can't go into Minnesota and beat the Vikings? No. I think really absolute A game on Sunday, and they lost on a 61-yard field goal at the end. You're telling me that Daniel Jones – who was one you and nine watching Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones, who was, I don't care, Jack. There's something to be said about the vibes, strictly vibes. Daniel yeah, Jones, who was one and nine in primetime football in his career can go ahead and win his first playoff game on the road against the, 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 the Niners front 
No, I said the Vikings. And yes, Kirk Cousins was 0-12 on primetime before. I mean, I sure hope he can do it. And, and Giants and Giants Vikings, if you think that game would be in primetime, you're insane. That might be and the actually, game. they should put it in primetime. Imagine Daniel Jones and Kirk's primetime record head to head. Yeah, that would be electric. Hey, listen, if the Giants get in and they go to Minnesota Wild Card Weekend, you won't find a bigger Giants fan than me right here because that means they come to Lincoln Financial the following week. And Daniel Jones and Lincoln Financial Field. Oh, please, please, I will be. I'll be rooting for your G men as well if they if they're able to get into the. But they will get into the playoffs. If the Giants win that game, they ne- they won't necessarily be headed to the link because if the seven seed won, which could now be that man, Aaron Rodgers, I don't think you want to see a rod in the boys. Oh, I thought we were going another direction. I thought we were talking no, Wentz. No, no, no not yet. Not Wait, yet. so Aaron so, Rodgers and the Packers are plus 186 to make the postseason. Right. I don't think it's as easy as win out, though. I think they no. need some help. They need a commander's loss. And the commanders play the Browns, the Browns. followed by... I would imagine the Cowboys, no? Or have they already played twice? Commanders. Isn't week 18 all divisional matchups and you guys play the Giants? Yes, home against the Cowboys in a game where the Cowboys are probably not playing for anything, assuming the Eagles win. I don't know, right? Aaron Rodgers getting into the playoffs. It feels like this is now everyone is talking themselves into the Packers being that team that nobody wants to play. Their defense is good. Their secondary is very good, and they have Aaron Rodgers. When will we remember it's Aaron Rodgers and he has the same amount of Super Bowls as Joe Flacco and Nick Foles? But Aaron Rodgers as a wild card is the best form of Aaron Rodgers. That's more like F- is that, is that correct? That's when they won the Super Bowl. They won it from the wild card slot, and he's always performed better there. And you're telling me the story doesn't write itself? You know where he would most likely go if they made the playoffs? Round one to Sam Fran, the team who skipped on him, where he's from. The team that he has get, smacked him he, every year in the, the playoffs. The team that has smacked him every year. Brock Purdy, the Packers' run D is awful. The Niners are going to run all over them. Are you talking then, yourself into the, the Packers going to the NFC Championship game? As an owner, you have to do those <laughs> types of things. But show, no, I, I show the support for the fans. When I was in Green Bay, I kind of scoped out the path, and I said, like, them to make the playoffs is very, very live. You might as well take them to win the Super Bowl. They're, they now have better Super Bowl odds than the Giants, than the Commanders, uh-huh. than the Jets. Now, those teams aren't world beaters, but those teams are all way ahead of them in the playoff race. I just don't know. So who would you rather? Wentz, for an actual football, not for your own entertainment. Wentz, Rodgers, um, Dallas, or the Giants? Like Who would I rank want those? to play? Yeah. Wentz. Okay. Giants. Mm-hmm. The Packers look. See me putting the Cowboys. You. Me putting the Cowboys three isn't an indictment on my fear of Aaron Rodgers. It's how bad I would like to play the Cowboys because I think that'd be sick. Because I think that at home with Jalen Hurts, we can thrash that team. I'll put the Packers three, Cowboys okay. four. 
All right. Well, Carson Wentz is back against the Browns. I think it's the right decision. As Miserable. as awful, awful as decision. Wentz, it's not the right. He decision. makes t- he makes the team better than Heineke. And no, he doesn't. How yes, can you does. say that? Because Look at what he was doing this year, Jack. He was so freaking terrible. No, he and was actually good this year until he got hurt. And there, you can tell in the locker room, just like every other locker room that he's yes, been to, lot, the team rallies around. They rally the around other Heineke, guy. but then Heineke lost three or four in a row. And it's like, okay, we actually are rallying around the winning guy. And we need the guy who gives our team the best chance to win. Now, That's not Carson Wentz. Yes, it is. He's the He offers the widest range of outcomes. And that's what you need. What you outcomes know, does he offer other than getting he, blown the he, fuck out and making me laugh hysterically that, that Taylor Heineke or doesn't? you know that he can throw for 303 touchdowns. You know he can. But he can also, in, in that 303 touchdowns, turn the ball over three times and be the reason his team loses. He could. Like, who cares about his 303? Where if he Taylor could. Heineke is throwing but for Heineke- 220 and two... But he's not turning he's the not. ball over. He just wasn't doing that anymore. And so they made the switch. And I like the decision. He's healthy. It seems very quick yeah. twitch decision and, and, and dumb. Like a panic decision. I, I think it makes sense. Um, it, people are really going to think, though, that Eagleson's ducking the podcast. The, the Finns he actually four. is. The Finns lose four in a row. Um, you know, we say our prayers for Tua. Tua retires, yes or no? No, but can we equally send our prayers to Tua while also clowning the Dolphins? Is that yes, fair? Yes, uh, yes. They should be arrested. They should yes. literally be arrested or under investigation. I don't understand how this falls through the cracks last week. I really don't. I seriously don't. Maybe because of how inaccurate he's been in the last three weeks, they just thought, oh, he's ass. Not that he's seeing actual ghosts and throwing it to the other team. But you had the instance in the beginning of the year where the Dolphins were putting him back out there where he was clearly showing symptoms. Then you had it where he almost died. Then it happens again now. It's like, I listened to Mike McDaniel's press conference today, and that guy, like I said before, always seems like he's microdosing mushrooms of sorts. He microdosing, macrodosing. Not yet, whatever you want to say. Um, and he had this like somber tone to him where it was more of like a, we fucked up. Like, mm. this is bad kind of tone in his voice where it wasn't like to his progressing like he's gonna do everything he can to get out there all the stuff blah 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 cracking a joke whatever and it was like this feels a lot more serious at this point and if you're Tua, right i don't think you did enough this year necessarily to warrant uh being the guy and getting that second contract with the dolphins but also should he even want to right like I'm sorry, like it sounds very like Karen and mom, but they're, the Dolphins they're put him close. in a very bad position multiple times. Now I'm they're sure he close had something to falling to do into with that. the fake franchise category, at, being the first ever major city to do yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, sign me the fuck up. I mean, two decades without a playoff win, they tampered incorrectly. They've got three, like. All they have right now, if someone breaks the unbeaten record, that probably knocks them out. Like, if they no longer hold that record, Marino is the best quarterback who Marino's never won the Super cutest Bowl. quarterback of all time. I can't, just because they have the undefeated record, they stay. But the day that that gets broken, I'm putting them in the fake franchise category. I'm cool with it. I'll be right there with you. Arms locked. Uh, Jets, Seahawks. Like, this is the slate. I mean, we're talking about Giants, Colts. We're talking about Packers, Vikings. We're talking about Commanders, Browns, uh, Finns, 
uh, New England. Jets Seahawks is like the game of the weekend. Mike White's back. Seattle still is an outside chance against the playoffs. I love the Jets here. I, I love they... Seattle. I think it's Geno really? revenge game. Ooh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Geno revenge game. So what was that quote in the beginning of the year? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, they wrote and I didn't write back. I wonder if he's writing back now. He's kind of, he's been, you know, starting to draft some yeah, letters. He bought back. some stamps. That That's all I'm saying is like, let's get off the Geno bandwagon, especially against Pro a tough quarterback Jets defense. And let's acknowledge the Jets are, I told you, the Jets are a good football team. They are a quarterback away from being a serious playoff team. Not serious, like win in the playoffs, but like locked into the playoffs. Like they Lamar Jackson the take this Jets team to a Super Bowl. Hmm. I'm trying to think if the Jets are better than the Ravens. No, I don't think so. I think that. So how are they a quarterback away? I'm so saying it's either, being, it's either I'm saying not. from being locked into the playoffs. Like if they had had Jimmy G this year, they're 100 in the playoffs. Maybe. Like they they could have beaten these bad teams uh, without a doubt, but. I think I think the Ravens roster is a, a little bit better. Obviously, weapons aside. Speaking of the Ravens, got flexed to Monday Night Football or Sunday Night Football rather against the Steelers. I'm so excited because why is this game flexed? Incredible rivalry, prime time. Steelers still in the playoff race. Ravens still fighting for the Spare division. Me the incredible rivalry shit. What do you mean? This is a top. This is a top rivalry in in football. It's a top rivalry in football for sure, but. When you say it like that, but when you say it's Kenny Pickett versus uh, Tyler Huntley, it's, it's well, like... I don't, I wouldn't slander Tyler Huntley like that. He's the fourth alternate for the AFC Pro Bowl, so I mean that's a quality QB. But I'm so excited because what I have had to go through over the last month of watching Tyler Huntley football, I want everyone in the country to do it with me. He's gonna suffer. Ball. He's gonna suffer. No, no, he's no, gonna he's ball. not. No, yes. no shot. The total for this game should be like 14 points. Uh, the ball might not leave the air, and it's going to be one of the greatest Raven Steelers slugfest, gross, vomitatious games of all time. And I hope you guys – I might not even watch because the game doesn't really impact us that much. If we lose and since he beats the Bills, they do win the division, so we do have to win. But I don't – I don't foresee both things going against us. And even then, then maybe we get to play the Jags or the Titans. So I'm sitting in this like gray area. All I care about is get Lamar Jackson back. I might take a nap through the game. We can record the podcast at any point. I don't care. Uh, but I hope the whole country tunes in and bitches because we hate watching Tyler Huntley in the Ravens offense right now. I'm pretty excited. I'm pretty excited. And I like the Steelers in this game. I really do. Let's talk about Jalen Hurts' right shoulder. That's his throwing shoulder, albeit he is a running back. He was announced out against the Cowboys. He was announced that he has a chance to play against the Saints. In my opinion, no chance to play. In your opinion? I'm not going to count Jalen out for anything. Okay. Uh, but I, would the say, that- I would say, don't, before you bring up fucking Dan Graziano, I'll give it a. I'll give it a 35-65. Okay. And and I think Minshew's performance was definitely helpful. I fall asleep just fine knowing that Garner Minshew's going to play the Saints on Sunday. I have have extreme confidence that he can go and the team can win that game. 
Exactly. So because of those reasons, plus they would have a chance against actually it could be a Giants team that has nothing to play for in week 18. I think all things kind of lean him missing. And then Abe's boy, apparently Dan, what's his name? Graziano. Dan Graziano comes out with the report that the Eagles might win this week's award for cap of the week, that he had no chance against playing against Dallas, that he's realistically has no chance against playing for the saints. That realistically has no chance at playing against is the Dan Graziano. Tell, is Dan Graziano telling us that the Eagles are the first team that's ever used a smoke screen in NFL history? No, he's calling out the smoke screen. He's saying screen, screen, screen. There's the mic. And it doesn't seem like, Hertz's shoulder is in a great spot now. The no, beauty of that. how the fuck does Dan Graziano know? He's plugged into the Eagles. He's not all plugged that. into shit. Is he not? Is He's he not? not? It feels, it feels like defensive fine. from you right here. Feels defensive. Fine. Like you're His trying to work an fine. angle. All I'm saying is, you now have rest versus rust. Jalen Hurts is not going to play five weeks of live football, and when he comes back, it's going to be in the playoffs against a team that's hot. Okay, just won a playoff game, and. His shoulder is going to be a little stiff in the cold in Philadelphia. Ooh, make it a good team. Please don't let them get warmed up against fucking Carson Wentz or Daniel Jones. Just give me Aaron Rodgers. You want Brady or Dak? Dak or Aaron Rodgers are my two. Brady count? No. No. They did beat Trace McSorley. I I know. That team could clinch the division this week. Have a week off to, to get rested and then win a playoff yeah, that game against team Dallas. Is so duty poops that you're counting out Tom Brady in the playoffs. No, I, I am. All right, off the cliff. All I'm saying is, I'm not worried about Jalen's shoulder. I'm not worried yes, about Ross. Yes, I'm worried are. about Lane Johnson's abdomen, which he's pushing off surgery. We went from underdogs to just straight dogs now. Just straight dogs. <laughs> um, but a seventy percent Lane Johnson is better than your favorite 90% of your favorite starting right tackles in the NFL. So Morgan Moses would like a word. All right. College football playoff goes down on new year's Eve at night. We've got TCU versus Michigan and then Georgia versus Ohio state. Give me your picks and why I'm a little stumped with this one. I'm not going to really dive into too much X's and O's because I don't know a lot about these teams it's kind of plugged out on college football as an outsider looking in. Michigan, Ohio State would be dope in mm. the national championship. It just would. Sure. From a Penn Stater, now I don't necessarily identify with their football program at this current moment in time. Fuck Michigan, Ohio State. Got it. Georgia TCU, absolutely not. That that would just be fun for like that. That would be like the uh the Joe Burrow Oklahoma playoff game a few years back where he had, I think, seven touchdowns in the first half. That would be a blowout. So I guess what we're really looking at is Georgia-Michigan, essentially, and I don't necessarily think that would be close either. That'll be a low-scoring game, but I think Georgia pretty much dominates Michigan. So I'm going to go... You know a lot about more about TCU coming from the from the Big 12, so so fill me in on TCU, because I'm, I'm tempted. I am. So TCU has wears purple, and so do the Minnesota Vikings. And I would say that is probably the best comparison you could make. They luck boxed into a ton of close wins in a down conference. Uh, you know, they Vegas kept putting bad numbers against them. That yeah, showed, Texas was favored against them, right? Texas was favored by a touchdown against them. <laughs> they lost the game. They were uh, they were underdogs in the Big Twelve championship, which they lost. 
Now, everyone loves him because Max Duggan is the quarterback. He wasn't supposed to play. He had a heart condition. He got oh, surgery. Jesus. Yeah, like, and, and he, in the Big 12 championship, was getting rocked, like getting destroyed, and it's just this tough. Everyone likes him. Like, he wasn't supposed to start the season. Then he's going to New York for the Heisman ceremony. So people like him. But TCU's not, like they're not a good football team, or not not a top four football team in my opinion. Not that the college football slate was loaded this year by any means, but they're not the fourth best team in the country or third rather. And I think every year this is what happens: people forget, people forget. They're like, "Oh, maybe this team could upset," and it's like, "No, not really." Like the better teams tend to dominate, albeit a couple situations where like. Alabama snuck in as the four. Ohio State snuck in as the four just because the quarterback got hurt. So I think that it's just going to be a chalky, chalky semifinal. I don't – I get the love for Ohio State, but realistically, like, take a step back. Everything that Michigan did to Ohio State, Georgia is going to do on steroids. They're going to shut them down defensively, and they're going to be more physical and pound rock down their throats. Pause. And Ohio State – Ohio State couldn't handle that against Michigan. Why can they now handle it against Georgia? So love Georgia in that game. Also think Ryan Day is the most overrated coach in the country. Love Michigan in that game. And I'm going to save my national championship uh, preview. For- More likely to pull the upset. TCU as a seven and a half point dog or Ohio State as a six and a half point dog? I would say Ohio State just because the talent's there. But the talent's obviously even more so there on the Georgia side. And then you have the great equalizer, which is CJ Shroud. But Duggan's big guy. Georgia wins this national. I would say TCU. I would say I would actually say TCU. I'm changing my Georgia wins this national championship. We can officially call them a dynasty. Correct. In college football, are they a dynasty? Who's the but but who's the player that makes it a dynasty? Because the only player that you know about the program both years. But there's always players that tie into the dynasty, right? It's like yeah, but not necessarily. Yeah, that's the program. It's the program, and that's what they say in college football. Is is it two? Is it two? Two wins is a dynasty. Is that what it would be? Yeah, it would just be two. It would be back to back years. Back to back years. Yeah, they had. They went to a bunch now. To a they lost in the championship to to Hertz. Yes. But that's um, it. They would just have the two. Like Clemson, they won two titles. Were they a dynasty? Almost. <laughs> I, think I, think I, I, think they, I think they won three. No, they didn't. No, no, they only won 2021. Yeah. Oh, I take it back. Fuck you, Georgia. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's our college football playoff preview. Abe, any big New Year's plans for you? Heading up north. Heading up north. Going to be in Maine. As north Ooh. as you can go. In January. Yeah. Not going to be that bad, though. Not okay. going to be that bad. How about yourself? Right. Uh, I'll be down here in Florida. Just a little house party. Probably watch some of the games. Um, Ravens now, you know, not till Sunday at football, so I can sleep in on Sunday. Do we have a uh, a weather report for Cincinnati on Monday? We don't. Oh. Shall we? Delta, start canceling. No, 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 no. Oh, my God. Uh, Bring a freaking bathing suit, Jack. (laughs) 62 on Monday. Let's go, Cincy. Global warming sign me Any expectations for the city of Cincinnati? Have you been before? Have never been to Cincy. I've heard Skyline Chili. Yeah, Skyline Chili. chili. 
but but so skyline chili is actually a brand yeah so i thought it was something about like a restaurant skyline yeah but it's actually a brand so there's a competitor that's much less uh known but that's actually the one we're going to be trying because we're doing something with the Bengals. the Bengals asked uh we can't get you a custom jersey for the game would you want a player's jersey and i said yeah of course who do you think i asked for evan mcpherson you got it gotta support gotta support mcbuckets i was like who do we have on the Bengals? yeah got a little little super bowl hangover now that i'm thinking i I one last thing before we sign off because everyone's in their fantasy championship right now. The baby goats made it. What a run by the baby goats from one and seven, seven straight years missing the playoffs. I've won eight in a row and I'm headed to the championship. I got Hertz or Minshew. So I'm not sure to say that's that's who you're going with, Hertz or Minshew. Well, it's two QB. So Fields is locked in unless I could play Malik Willis. But I don't no, don't do that. Do. Don't do that. Yeah. No, no, no. So a rookie Minshew, quarterback on a short week. Plus fields. Um, but now I was like, should I should I be rocking with Tyler Boyd, have some Monday night sweat? But uh, I think I'm just going to go with my normal lineup. So wish me luck because this is, I mean, this is Leicester City live in action uh, mm-hmm. in the fantasy championship. Any final thoughts? Just go out there, handle your business on Sunday, and I'll see you in, in oh, three. I just want this NFL season to be over, man. Like, I need season that season or regular season. Regular season. I need that NFL super wild card weekend where it's Saturday, Sunday, even a Monday night game where they cucks whoever wins that game into playing on a short week. I need that. <laughs> it's been a great season so far. I, I think it went fast, it went slow. We had a lot of Super Bowls already. Week two with the Dolphins. They lost yeah. another Super Bowl against the Chargers a few weeks ago. A lot of Super Bowls yeah. have already occurred. Yes. And the Cowboys last week. In Arizona, that caps it off. All right, fam. Everyone have a great new year, and we'll see you in 2023. Much love. Peace.